Over the last uh, few Sundays, our pastor and brother Louis, our elder brother Louis, have been discussing on the theme restoration. And so ngayon pong hapon, I will also be uh, tackling uh, the theme restoration. Let me just... And I have chosen for this uh, three J's. Excuse me. Okay, sandali lang po. Okay. Three J's of the book of Genesis. Ano po yung, uh, let me... Three J's of the book of Genesis, uh, sila po ay si Jacob, Joseph, and Judah. Uh, excuse lang po, abang inaayos yung ating... Okay, okay, sige. Okay. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Um, yun po yung 3J na sinasabi ko, si Jacob, si Joseph, and si Judah. So sila po, ang atin pong text ay dun sa Genesis 43, verse 1 to 9. Many of us knows about Joseph, knows about uh, Jacob, but not many knows about Judah. Hoping that after this, at least there will be added information dun po sa tungkol kay Judah. Shall we all stand while we'll be reading our text? Doon pong nandito, we just read silently or with our eyes. Uh, yun pong uh, nasa online, you can just read as natural. Genesis 43, verse 1 to 9. Now the famine was severe in the land, and when they had eaten the grain that they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go again, buy us little food. But Judah said to him, The man solemnly warned us, saying, you shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. Israel said, Why did you treat me so badly as to tell the man that you had another brother? They replied, The man questioned us carefully about ourselves and our kindred, saying, Is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? What we told him was in answer to these questions. Could we in any way know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said to Israel, his father, Send a boy with me, and we will arise and go that we may live and not die, both we and you, and also our little ones. I will be a pledge of his safety. From my hand, you shall require him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever. The Lord bless the reading of his word. Shall we just pray? Father, we come to you today and we ask your wisdom to be upon us as we go through the lives of these characters, Jacob, Judah, Joseph, and as we learn through their, we hear their experiences, what they went through, and if there's any parallelism in our lives, Lord, help us align ourselves to become a better believer and improve our relationship with the people around us, especially to our loved ones. In Jesus' name, our Lord, we pray. Amen. The verses we just read were the discussion or dialogue between Judah, Jacob, and their brothers. The initial food supply that they bought and brought from Egypt 
is already running out and they are being asked by their father Jacob to go back and replenish the supply but Judah told his father and explained that the man the, the second in command or the prime minister of Egypt the one who is overseeing that operation he strictly asked us to bring our brother Benjamin that's what Judah said uh, Judah tell uh, however Jacob their father is unwilling to cooperate again and again he resisted this request and so this is the background of that the discussion or dialogue I have entitled this message forgiveness and restoration now going back just giving giving more uh, background to this Joseph is the one uh, they referred to in their conversation as the man he was overseeing the operation in the nation of Egypt Joseph at this time he was around 37 or 38 to 39 years old and during their visit during that first time they did not recognize Joseph but Joseph recognized them uh, right away and he played tough on them he actually accused them of uh, being spies it's really a ploy because he's giving them some sort of a test he's testing them for their sincerity so with Joseph inquiry they uh, they tell Jake uh, Joseph that they had another brother their younger brother Benjamin who is at home in Canaan with their father okay he told them you can freely buy trade in our land for as long as you have to bring your back or your brother back when you come back next time you will never see my face again until you do such and so as a surety Jacob uh, Joseph uh, put kept Simeon in the prison and only nine of the brothers went back so let us uh, just have a brief profile of this uh, character Joseph's uh, character we know many of us know him Joseph came into the scene in the Bible when he was 17 because as we know he was favored by his uh, father uh, Jacobs because if you remember they, they give him a coat and his brother kind of jealous of that and it was aggravated by his dreams he has few sets of dreams telling them that one day he will be insinuating that he will be leader over them so his brothers dislike him and then that being disliking turned into hatred until they sold Joseph to slavery and when Joseph arrived in Egypt it was difficult for him just as it would be difficult for any 17 year old to be in a foreign land and in a foreign territory so Joseph have gone through his own uh, series of tests the first series of tests I may say is the adversity such as being slave in under Potiphar but he soon rose to be the leader in that house of uh, Potiphar and with him Potiphar did not bother anymore if Joseph is around fortunately Mrs. Potiphar accused him of attempting to rape him and so he landed into prison but that did not take long when he was in prison because the Bible said Joseph was uh, the Lord was with Joseph even then he excelled in prison and he was put in charge in the whole prison Joseph passed these kinds of tests these kinds of suffering with flying colors the second test which I believe was harder than the first was the test of uh, prosperity as a result of interpreting uh, Pharaoh's dreams and with the providence of the Lord he was suddenly promoted he was suddenly wealthy he was suddenly in control and in charge of the whole nation that's more difficult to handle I suppose than the first one but Joseph as well passed this with flying colors so it seems no matter what the terrain is or no matter what the condition that Joseph was thrown into he just went 
with it, flowed with it, and was successful in it. Joseph reminds me of uh, that little boy who spent all of his time one day making a boat. Hours and hours were spent gluing piece after piece and drawing on it and painting on it. And he was so excited to put, it, to put that little boat on the lake and let it sail. A mighty breeze had come up. He thought that was just perfect for his boat to sail on the lake. But then that breeze turned into mighty wind that blew the boat and eventually sank the boat. The boat he had made, he lay, had labored on for hours, just sank. And instead of crying and getting all upset and asking that rhetorical question, why me, why me, why did it happen to me? He smiled and said, wow, it looks like a great day to play a kite. He, was, he went home, take his kite, and he played. So whether Joseph, he was serving as a slave, or he was in prison, whether he was prospering, he had that navigational pointer or navigational compass toward the Lord. Romans 8.28 could just be his life verse. All things work together for good to them that love God to those who are called according to his purpose. Joseph has that vertical perspective. Now we move to Jacob. Jacob's uh, character, it seems, whenever something bad happened to him, he blamed others for it. He dwelled for a very long time on what he thinks his misfortune his sons kind of messed his life when they sold his son Joseph. Of course, they, they made lie. They, they said he was maybe killed by wild beasts. But that was 21 years ago, 21, 22 years ago. All of the, those bad things replayed and replayed in the minds of Jacob. It seems he was asking, why would God allow Joseph to die? He was asking that kind of things in his mind. I can deduce that from what we can read uh, from this Genesis 42, 36. It says, And Jacob, their father, said to them, You have bereaved me of my children. Joseph is no more, and Simeon is no more, and now you will take Benjamin. All this come against me. Para bang lahat na lang sa kanya. All this this has come against me. If some, compared to Joseph, he was not as gracious as Joseph in accepting those kind of we call misfortunes. The first time we read about Jacob, he was struggling. You know where he was struggling? In the tummy of uh, his mother. Of course, that was not his liking. The Lord, uh, the Lord told the mother that there will be two nations fighting. And so that's the thing... From the, from the time that we read about Jacob, toward the end of his life, towards that end of chapter 42, 43, the book of Genesis, he's still struggling with past memories. He's struggling with the will of God. And in between those two struggles, it seems that at times he loses sight of God's promises in his life. You may... Continue to read Genesis and you will see parang hopeless. The way he speaks, the way he sounds, the way he utter words to his son. Parang totally naglaho yung pinangako ng Diyos kay Jacob. Parang ganun ang kanyang tono. So Jacob's uh, character, sorry po, at times he loses, or many times towards this uh, part of his life, loses sight of God's promises. Again, he was confronted in this Genesis 42, 38, he said, when he was being asked, but he said, my son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is the only one left. If harm should happen to him on the journey that you are to make, you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. 
So you see, ganito po lagi yung tono ni Jacob. We know the Lord promised him he will be a fight. He's the patriarch, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But the way you read all of this, parang he lose sight of God's promises sa kanya. We will think that after 21 years, Jacob will be able to move on. Malaki po talagang impact ni Joseph sa kanya. The way he talks about Joseph many years after the incident is still unhealthy. Sure, he should miss him. But it's just really sad that whenever Joseph was brought up, it seems he made everyone miserable. That is uh, Jacob's character. Sinabi uh, why did you treat me so badly? That is always his tone. Now, let us uh, see Judah's uh, character. Uh, Judah pale in comparison with Joseph in terms of, uh, I say, character. It's safe to say that at least the big chunk of his adult life. He was not an upright man. It could be, it could be because uh, his character may be woven when he witnessed from his father, Jacob. Uh, Jacob always affirms his love to his wife, Rachel, but he doesn't do that to his wife, Leah. And also, Jacob always put Benjamin, Joseph, ahead of those other ten brothers. In a sense, Jacob, if you may put lightly, he's, he has some sort of favoritism. And that was not uh, well received by Judah. And that is also true uh, with his other uh, brothers. So Judah, he grew up an angry young man. And he grew callous towards his own brother. He was eaten by jealousy. As a result, they tried first to murder Joseph. But then they changed their mind in Genesis 37, verse 26 to 27. He says, what profit is it if we kill our brother? Ibenta na lang natin siya, magkakapera pa tayo. So they sold Joseph for 20 pieces of uh, sil silver. So Judah's character is a portrait of an angry man. He hatched the plan to sell his own brother. Siya po ang may idea na ibenta si Joseph dun sa mga Ismailites and eventually napunta si Joseph dun sa Egypt. So we see that is how Judah had become. He was not a good person yet. He was jealous and cruel, not someone we can trust. Even yung kapatid niya, ganito po yung ginawa niya. And then, Judas the choice to marry a Canaanite woman. Imagine, sinasabi po ng Bible, yung lahi ni Abraham, they should marry yung same lineage. Nung si Isaac, nung pinaghanap siya, inahanap po siya ng magiging asawa, dun sa kamag-anak. Ganon din si Jacob. But uh, Judah just married outsiders. Para pong hindi niya minemaintain yung kanilang faith. The indifference to others appears to, to continue well into his adult years until God sends a woman. Meron pong pinadala. Uh, remember yung pangani nanak ni Judah? Nagasawa si Tamar. Then namatay yung pangani nanak. And the second one also because they have to take responsibility kapag hindi nagkaroon ng anak yung kanilang kuya, they have to be the husband of that uh, bayaw nila or hipag nila. And that second son also died in the process. So Judah, he still has a young boy. Eventually, pinagkait niya yun. Nung lumaki na yun, hindi niya binigay kay Tamar. And willing to risk that son in marriage, Judah just abandoned uh, Tamar. So in desperation, Tamar poses as a prostitute and tempts Judah to sleep with her. Hindi po napansin ni Judah, manugang niya pala yun. And then, nagkaroon ng bunga yung kanilang relasyon. And ikinondem ng mga tao dahil nabunti siya na walang asawa. And isa si Judas na nagalit. But without knowing it, siya po pala yung father. Nung nagpakita ng evidence, si Tamar, siya po pala yung ama, ang sabi ni Judah, she is more righteous than I. I think that's the first acceptance or confession of sin na nangyari sa Old Testament, si Judah. And that may have changed eventually yung kanyang buhay from their onwards. So those are the background, uh, and let us see the situation in Canaan, the scene in Canaan. 
Yung pong binasa natin kanina, and Judah said to Israel, his father, ito po yung, they are asking their father to just allow them to bring Benjamin. Send the boy with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die. But we and you and our little ones, I will be a pledge of his safety. Doon po sa ibang terms, I will be a pledge, ito po surety, parang contractual terms, it's a guarantor. From my hand you shall require him, and if I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever. So I submit to you, dito po sa pagkakataon na to, nakikita na natin yung changes sa buhay ni Judah. He is now offering himself to be a pledge, a substitute. He pledged for the safety of his brother. He's grown uh, in the area of relations. And then finally, because nakita po ni Jacob yun, and Jacob said, Then their father Israel said to them, if, if, if it must be so, then do this. Take some of the choice fruits of the land in your bags and carry a present down to the man, a little balm, a little honey, uh, gum, myrrh, pistachio nuts, and almonds. Marami pa po wala kahit na famine, no? Carry back with you the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was just an oversight. Moreover, sabi niya, take also your brother with you. Arise, go again to the man. May God Almighty grant you mercy before the man. They call him the man. And may he send back your brother and Benjamin. And as for me, if I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. And so they traveled now to Egypt. Ten of his brothers. Bakit po ten? Kasi yung isang nakakulong pa sa... Egypt. So now the scene in Egypt, when Joseph saw his brothers, yung 11 brothers, niya, uh, yung 10 brothers niya kasama na si, si Simeon, he asked his steward, yung katiwala niya, that I will dine with them, I will have lunch with them. So nung narinig yun, nung, nung mga kapatid ni Joseph, natakot sila. Actually, when our bosses from Tokyo dumarating sila sa Singapore and they said they will dine with us, we are so excited. Pero sila, nung sinabing yung Prime Minister makikipag-dine sa inyo, natakot. Ano itong gusto niya? Para bang ipatatawag ka sa principal's office? Parang ganun yung feeling nila, you know? And uh, they told their, uh, the stewards, sabi nila, uh, nung una, I think let us, uh, uh, let us, Sinabi nila ito dun sa steward, nung una kaming, let us read siguro. Oh my Lord, we came down the first time to buy food. And when we came to the lodging place, we opened our sacks and there, were, there was each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Our money in full weight, so we have brought it again with us. And we have brought other money down with us to buy food. We do not know who put money in our sacks. Talagang kapag may tinatago ka, and... <laughs> Even yung, nung, yung, for, yung situation na yun, nung binuksan nila yung kanilang sacks, nakita nila, what is this that God is doing sa, sa atin? Dun sa numbers po, sinasabi, be sure your sin will find you out. Hindi yun magtatago. Be sure one day, your sin will find you out. Meron po akong naalalang kwento. Nung bata ako, ito yung lagi natin kinukwento sa church. I may also have shared it. Merong magkapatid, ito ay kwento lang. Uh, si Anna at si John. Anna is 12-year-old girl, si John is 10-year-old. And so they were in their front yard dun sa kanilang lugar. It's a province setting, malaki yung lugar nila. John is fan of using slingshot, tirador. And so while he was there, nag, uh, he was practicing hitting those can, lata, uh, napadaan yung favorite na manok ng lola niya, yung hen. Merong mga sisiw. So nagpa-practice siya, e nung nakita niya, natukso siya, he was tempted to just aim. And then, nirelease niya yung slingshot, bullseye, namatay yung manok. Nabigla siya, natakot siya, paboritong manok yun ng lola niya. Tinago niya. Hindi niya pinaalam. Pero nakita siya ng ate niya, na si Ana. Diyan, nakita kita. Sabi niya, susumbong kita kay lola. Wag, wag mo kong susumbong, magagali siya. Hmm, sabi nung ate niya, ikaw maghugas ng plato mamaya. Bakit ako? Okay, kung ayaw mo, susumbong kita kay kakausapin ko si Lola. The following day, nagpapahugas na naman si ate. Bakit ako? Tinugasan ko na kahapon. Mm-mm, susumbong kita kay Lola. 
Nung following day, sabi niya, Hey John, mag-i-give ka nga. Bakit ako mag-i-give ikaw ang John ang gumagawa niya? Susumbong kita kay Lola. So again and again, uh, this happened. And finally, nag-decide si John. Sabi niya, I think I have to open up kay Lola. So, kinausap niya si Lola niya. Lola, exactly one week ago, I was there. Hindi ko naman talaga titirahin yung wag. Dumaan lang eh. Napa, ano yung natukso ako. Nabulsay, tinago ko. Sabi ng Lola niya, alam ko apo, kasi nandun ako sa bintana nung nangyari yun. <laughs> anyway, salamat sa pagtatapat mo, sabi niya. So, this scene will find you out better sooner ibulabas po natin, i-confess natin. But they are, iniipit po nila itong kasalanan na ito. And so, ano po yung sinabi ng uh, steward sa kanila? Peace to you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has put treasure in your sacks for you. I received your money. Then, he brought Simeon out to them. Again, napasil na nang po sila ito. Natakot, sabi, the God of your father. He, he, Egyptian ito. How can he know the God of our father? So you can see, the, as if it, it is, uh, they are thinking this already, the work of God uh, doing in their lives. So the steward brought Joseph and other 11 brothers dun sa inugasan sila, binihisan, kasi they will, they will uh, uh, face yung the man. And uh, when Joseph, from palace, he came home, they all bowed down. You see, 11 bowed down now. Re- Joseph realized, and ito yung fulfillment na kanyang dream. And then they have given their gifts. And he inquired about their welfare and said, Is your father well? Is the old man of whom you spoke, is he still alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is still well. And he see, he's, uh, they, they all bowed down their heads and frustrated themselves. And then he saw Benjamin, yung brother niya, and he lifted his eyes. Kung nakita po ninyo, uh, um, gusto niyang umiyak. So nagpa-excuse siya because he cannot control himself anymore. Si Joseph po, di ba nagkaroon siya ng panganay na anak? Anong pangalan ng panganay niyang anak? Manasseh. What's the meaning of that name? God has made me forget all my hardships. In other words, Manasseh equivalent to amnesia. Oh, trivia po yun, trivia. Manasseh is equal to amnesia. God has made me forget all my hardships. Yes, Joseph, because of God's providence, he forget all his hardships. Pero hindi po niya kinalimutan yung good memories uh, he left in Canaan. And so, nung makita niyo yung kanyang kapatid, he really wept, lumabas siya, and then he composed himself. And so, when he came back, he served the food. And pinaserve niya si Benjamin five times, more than his brother. Other Bible teachers were saying, of course, he just missed his brother. He wants to satisfy and give him that much. But other Bible teachers were telling that, again, that could be a test. That could be a ploy for uh, Joseph to check is this brothers of him, this older brothers, if he put some preference to this another favored son of uh, Jacob, will they be jealous again? But the way he see in the Poganon, you know. And after that, when they were already eating, if you read the Bible, sinasabi, the brothers, they were so amazed, they were seated chronologically according to their age. Imagine, labing isa kayo, and you will be seated chronologically dun sa... They are looking at each other. Ano itong ginagawa ng Diyos sa atin? So imagine the sin is catching up and God is working uh, dun sa uh, buhay nila. And so to make the long story short, natapos yun. And Joseph instructed his steward to fill the sacks. At may pinagbilin siya na ilagay yung silver cup dun sa bunso. So when they get out on the city, hinabul sila nung, we know the story, hinabul sila ng steward, what have you done? Bakit nyo, uh, you repay evil for good that my master have shown you? And then, sinabi na, this is what they said, whichever of your servants is found with it shall die. Nahanap nila yung 
He said, let it be as you say, sabi ng steward. He who is found with it shall be my servant, and the rest of you shall be innocent. Then each man quickly lowered his sack to the ground, and each man opened his sack. Sinasabi po dun sa James, be slow to speak and quick to listen. Because you don't know kung ano po yung mangyayari. If they know that, they should have been slow to speak. Because the following uh, verses, it says, And then when they search, nakita po yung cup dun sa sako ng bunso. And then they tore their clothes. Every one of them, they tore their clothes in regret and remorse. I believe the changing of life is already in process with these brothers because that mere uh, tearing of clothes, di ba si Jacob nung sinabing namatay si Joseph, tinir niya kanyang clothes, and si Job nung namatay niya sampu niyang anak na babae, he also did that. So now, there is something happening here spiritually or say divinely. You see, God wants to do a work into these men's lives. He wants to do a work. What is that? They are the Aponi, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. They are the lineage. They are the 12 uh, tribes of Israel. The, this one, they will become the pillars of the nation. And then the Messiah will come forth from them. God has to do some work in them before he will work through them. It's always a pattern. God always interested in chipping away our lives and doing a deep work in us so that he might work powerfully through us. So, yun po yung nangyari doon. And then, uh, Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house. And Joseph was still there, sinasabi po sa Bible. Sabi ni Joseph sa kanila, Did you know that such a, man, as, such a man as I am, I can certainly practice divination. I can guess kung sino yung kumuha. Pwede po bang paki, ah, paki on yung movie clip? Yeah. Panuorin lang po natin ito. Ito yung sin na yun. Why did you do such a wicked thing? Master, we have done nothing. Then how do you explain it? God is punishing us for a crime we committed many years ago. It seems he wants us all to taste the bitterness of slavery. But surely we are all your slaves now. I am not a vindictive man. You can return to your father. I shall keep only Benjamin. thousand pardons, Master. But the very idea is unthinkable. Master, this is I Judah now. pretend to grasp the meaning of these strange happenings. Benjamin has never stolen his life. Never, ever, Master. And he's too clever to take a cherished and unique object from a man as powerful as you. Nor do I know how the money got into our sacks on our previous trip. Perhaps it was all the work of God. Master, please. Spur the life of Benjamin, beloved son of our father's old age. Losing Benjamin would kill our old father, whom we have already wounded deeply. Take me as a slave in place of Benjamin and allow the boy to go home for his father. No. Benjamin will stay with me. Okay, yun po yung ano. So, we can see... Judas responses here, kasama na yung kapatid niya. What shall we say to our Lord? How shall we clear ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. They are not accepting that uh, liability na kinuha nila yon. They are referring to their sin na ginawa nila kay Joseph. They are not referring to that very act. You know? No excuses, no story. They were somehow <laughs> bastards. And God is telling, uh, is telling them that it is the work of God. And we can see from here that Judah is a changed man. He, together with his brothers, we can see that they will not abandon Benjamin. 
It's totally different than when they sold their brother in Egypt. They will not repeat the same mistake and cause further sorrow to their father. Sabini Judarito, Dunsa verse, I will not show it anymore. Oh my Lord, let your servant speak a word in my Lord's hearing, and do not let your anger burn against me, against your servant. For me, you are even like Pharaoh himself. Well, it seems that Joseph acts as work, you know. He was talking roughly to them. Perhaps they thought, oh man, he's really mad at us. That is what they are thinking, that this man is really mad at them. But in reality, Joseph loves them. He knew how to pull a good act in that. So they are begging, please don't be angry in a, in a sense. Actually, Actually, he was filled with compassion, as you will see uh, later. Judah is a changed man, ang sabi niya rito, your servant guaranteed the boy's safety. Yung binasa po natin earlier, that he pledged himself in you, substitute K. Benjamin. Let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave in place of the boy. And let the boy return with his brothers. So he was telling, I will be the substitute for Benjamin. And not only for Benjamin, he will also be the guy to be left there and let all his brothers to leave. So he took responsibility. This is Judas now. He was a changed man. Totally different from what we read earlier. What a sweet spot from chapter 37 when he was the one leading uh, to sell his brother. Now, that jealousy, he's willing to be the substitute a big change po ang nangyari. And then Judah is a changed man. Tignan po natin yung nasa slide. Not only that he's willing to be the substitute himself and let everybody else go free, he offered the punishment to fall upon himself. Meron pong uh, typology si Judah. Uh, the change that happened to him, it's a prefiguring of somebody else doing that. Somebody else giving substitution of his life so that others could go free. Sinufo yon, ating panginoon. So Judah, at this stage, he is typology of Jesus. He's willing to take the blame and be the substitute so that others will be free. So makikita po natin. Anong uh, three R's that we observe from Judah? He was remorseful. He took responsibility and he repented for that uh, sin. How can we mend a broken relationship in our buhay if we are going through the same? First things first is to be truly remorseful. You feel bad for what the, uh, you did wrong. Then with the Lord's conviction, we have to repent. Acknowledge that you have made mistakes and put in the effort to make the, not to make the same mistakes. And then take responsibility of your journey to becoming better. Take ownership and in time you will see the results. Now, yung pong makikita natin sa slide, nung panahon na binebless na ni Jacob yung kanyang mga anak, this is what he had to say to Judah. Judah, your brother shall praise you. Your father's son shall bow down before you. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. Na-elevate po yung parang role ni Judah sa mga magkakapatid when the blessings of uh, Jacob is being given. Ito po siya. So Joseph could not restrain himself anymore. As he stood there in front of his brothers, he already now uh, is convinced that his brother are changed man. They are not the same jealous na pababayaan nila yung kapatid na. They will give their life uh, for their brother. So, uh, actually, Joseph could have handled that situation initially in different way. Nung galit na galit si Joseph dante, he could have just sent them to prison and let them feel what he has experienced over the last uh, years that he was there. Or he can just execute them because <laughs> for his position, hindi po ang komunyon. But he did not do that. 
uh, what actually he did is the noble option. Can you go to the next? Yeah, thank you. Let's watch this for mga four and a half minutes po ito. Ito po yung, de- ito po yung climax ng pag-uusap nila. So you are now ready to sacrifice your lives for one of your brothers. Why then did you not do the same for the other one? The one you said died when in truth you yourselves sold him into slavery. You know about Joseph? How? Because he's alive. Alive? He's here in Joseph this alive? palace. In fact, he's in this room. Don't be afraid, I will not harm you. Am I to take the place of God? Joseph. It is not for me to punish you. You meant evil against me, yes. But God meant it for good. To bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. provide for you and for your families and especially for our father is not the lesson the Lord blessed be his name is put before us perhaps we have learned the meaning of brotherhood of family and that wherever we may go no matter how God's plan separates us we must always be true to one another to be family for our father tell him of what I have achieved and move him here with all your belongings I want you near me in the land of Goshen so I may provide for you during the remaining years of the famine I've spoken to the Pharaoh all is prepared come to me come to me I'm your brother I am Joseph actually that's the whole message of uh, our thing, restoration and uh, forgiveness. 
when uh, sincere confession like what Judah did and his brother Jacob's, uh, when we think, when we talk initially that he was losing sight of God's promises, he now realized that it's this all the work of God and that God's faithfulness to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob never changed. He will fulfill it. Now, how to wrap up uh, this today's study? You may have a question like this in your life today. Why am I going through this? Why would God, if he loves me, would allow me to go through this kind of painful experience? That's where we need to stop and to linger. We do not need to have the whole picture yet. God does. We may never get the whole picture in this side of heaven. In any case, if we could understand that there is always a reason why God allows pain in our lives, we will be able to endure anything. I don't know what you're going on in your life now, but definitely we can learn from Joseph, and I have this to ask. I don't know what pain you personally have gone through or going through now. I don't know what hurtful words somebody may have said to you that severed a relationship. I don't know how somebody may have done something to you that you're suffering consequences right now. This one I think I know. If Joseph had remained in his place in Canaan at that time, if he was not sold into slavery, they would have probably suffered hunger, meaning the whole family may have ultimately perished. While God is leading us into the fulfillment of his purpose, in the interim, it may not make sense. But in hindsight, you can be sure it will. Joseph said to his brothers, what you meant for evil, God devised for good. If we remain faithful, the appointed time will come and God will lift us up just like he did with Joseph. Now we can take you from Judah. You cannot undo what you have done, but you can learn from them. We confess our wrongdoings, repent, and we have to move on. Take responsibility, but take note, this will take time. For Judah, it took 21 or 22 years. But start now and seek for that forgiveness if you have wronged someone. How can we take cue from Jacob? We had a dream or a great vision, but in a nick of time, it just crumbled, and all of a sudden, it disappeared. Just like Joseph to Jacob when he thought he lost him. We dwell on it, and we never move on, but God did not intend it that way. The providence of God is simply stated there is a sovereign God who sees all things, knows all things, and he has a perfect plan. He won't reveal that plan to us in one go. The Lord, that, that's where faith comes in, and we just need to cling tenaciously to the Lord. Shall we pray? Our Lord, we thank you for the time we've spent with our congregation today. In the book of Numbers, 32 verse 23, there is this short passage. Be sure your sin will find you out. The sin of these brothers, the very sin that they have not dealt for many years, it's the very sin they are suffering still because of the guilt that it brought eventually to them. The sin committed by them was so long ago. They thought it was already over, but their sin found them out and brings them to confession. I pray that we will deal specifically with issues in our lives, any unconfessed sins that we committed or wrong that has yet to be corrected. 
Oh Lord, we ask for your mercy and forgiveness. We may have that relational problems that has been on for many years with people around us, with previous friends or relatives or even family members. We bring this to the forefront or feet of our Lord Jesus and enable us to seek forgiveness and will be forgiven and experience that peace and that we'll see that restoration in our very own lives. Just what like this experience of the family we studied today. We also pray that in spite of we do not understand and see the whole picture, but we know you do. Just like Joseph, help us to have that navigational compass in our lives, always pointing to you. And if any of our brethren were hurting, and that was caused by no other than their friends or by the very family members, give them, Lord, a heart like that of Joseph. And see the good instead in every event and lead to reconciliation by offering up forgiveness to those who hurt them. We thank you for the forgiveness we ourselves receive from you, for the mercy and grace we receive and your love is upon us. We will be forever grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of our loving Savior, we pray all this. Amen. Amen. Can I just invite everyone to for the benediction? May Christ dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Thank you, Lord, for the message today. We just entrust our congregation to you. Protect each and every one. And Father, as we learn from the lives of this family, we ourselves forgive and also will repent from our sins. Thank you, Lord, for these lessons that you taught us today. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. God bless you.